0: welcome everyone to another episode of soul flow podcast i'm your host jason and today uh i'm actually kind of um, not kind of i'm excited about this one because it's a little different um it's something i've asked for and i've received right kind of the point of these is to learn how to work with yourself with the universe with everyone around you in order to be in harmony, right? And so with these podcasts, I've said in several of them, if you've listened to anything besides this episode, um, for people to reach out to me, ask questions. um, It gives me something to talk about, or at least a focus that can at least help one person. And that's all I'm trying to do is help one person at a time, or as many as possible, right? So someone has reached out to me. Um, I'm not going to say their name because I didn't ask for their permission, even though I don't know their last name, but she knows who she is after I respond the way I do. So there's a couple things that I want to talk about today. But before I actually get on those topics, um, I just wanted to bring up something for two reasons. One, because I feel like it's something that I have been constantly reminding myself of and something that maybe others need to hear. And that is don't feel guilty for doing things that you enjoy doing, even if you think or you're told that they're bad for you. Um, and that could be anything from just eating unhealthy. You know, if there's a certain snack or treat that you want to treat yourself to, um, don't feel guilty about it. Uh, if anything, like I and I've said this before, like understand why you um, you crave that certain guilty pleasure, maybe getting an understanding of it, maybe you'll realize it's either coming from an emotional standpoint, right, it's a comfort food, so when you feel a certain way, you crave that food, or it's something in your body that it's craving. Uh, Chocolate cravings usually come from a magnesium deficiency, which most people are magnesium deficient, although eating a Hershey's chocolate bar isn't gonna have as much magnesium as like actual organic cacao powder so maybe finding that shift in all right. I have a chocolate craving I'm craving magnesium let me find something that actually is going to nourish me but I can still enjoy right because then you can make like some natural cacao hot cacao right or hot cocoa um with actual raw cacao and maybe like some agave or honey or it's a natural sweetener or no sweetener at all right if you just want it that way so don't be hard on yourself if there's activities that you're participating in that maybe in the spiritual community you've been told are bad or brainwash you or whatever um they don't have to brainwash you um i watch television and i understand and i actually took a long step away from watching tv and movies um but they're still entertaining whether there's undertones or any any negative things that people say about them they're still here they're still part of the human experience um I have an awareness of it now, and so sometimes when I'm watching shows, I'm like, "Wow, they're really trying to like push a certain message, or they're really trying to convince me that this is something." Right? So it's like more of like being aware of the manipulations that can happen, um, and maybe, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't. If I was supposed to be a monk and sit in a cave isolated and never talk, speak, or see anyone or whatever, then I would have been born somewhere where that would have been my opportunity. Like, I am here to have a human experience and to to demonize everything that we say is distractions. Um, I, I feel like it's, it's kind of not bullshit, but it's just not completely true. Because as much as TV is a distraction, so is practicing things spiritually. Maybe there's something bigger that we're actually supposed to be doing, right? Besides just raising our vibration. Maybe there's something physically that's spiritually, like getting, getting to a high vibrational spiritually, I don't think is something that's difficult for our souls, for our true higher selves. Maybe for this physical body, right? Our higher selves can achieve that vibrating high. So if they can already achieve that, they didn't come here for the physical to achieve that. I mean, maybe maybe that is part of it. So I'm going to take that back. But I feel like there still is there's something there's if there's a reason or purpose for us being here. We're just magically here randomly for no apparent reason. But let's say that there's a purpose or meaning for us being here. It has to be something physical. Otherwise, we wouldn't have came here physically. We would have came here as ghosts, spirits, right? Some other entity to achieve whatever is needed so we need these physical bodies we can't understand and learn that unless we experience as many things as we can without harming ourselves or even harming ourselves to understand why we're being harmed and what hurts us and what doesn't Um, I hope this makes sense I'm kind of rambling but it's just like I have this train of thought that's just shooting through right now so I say that because I play video games I'm I'm a a computer nerd um, that found meditation and then Reiki and yoga and all of the other spiritual things that I practice, but I'm still fascinated by computers. It's still one of my passions. It's still something I enjoy. I also play poker. Um, I've been playing poker for over 20 years now. I'm a numbers person. I'm a logical person. I'm also like, I, I got a lot of layers to me and there's things that I enjoy, but that doesn't mean I have to feel guilty for doing them. There's nothing wrong in what I'm doing. Um, I'm finding different ways to enjoy life. I'm finding different ways to connect with people. I just played poker the other day, and I had conversations with people I've never met before. I made people smile and laugh, and they made me smile and laugh. And it was fun, and it doesn't have to be in a spiritual setting to have positive interactions with people. And not everybody's open to that. So if anything, if I, could, if I can sit at a table and just have fun with a bunch of people that I've never met before, does it matter if I'm sitting at a yoga studio or in some healing circle or if I'm at a poker table? Does that really matter? To me, it's more meaningful to have connections. I met people that when I see them again, I'm going to remember them and they're going to remember me. And that means something. So don't... Don't stop doing the things you enjoy. Because they actually may have more meaning and may actually help you shift to... higher state of consciousness quicker than sitting and meditating do just because of whoever you are and where you are right so there's so many avenues to get to wherever you're trying to be do what feels right and if it stops feeling right stop doing it but learn so it's my little rant about just enjoy life. It's still supposed to be fun. Through the work, through working through your traumas, your childhood traumas, or your, your ancestral traumas, or whatever you're working through, um, still find time to enjoy life because it is enjoyable. And it brings meaning to everything you are doing. It makes, it makes me wanting to grow spiritually more significant. Because it just means that my interactions with people are gonna be that much more powerful. So, do that or not. The choice is yours. Free will, right? Um, on to the next part. So, this starts to kind of go into um, the email anxiety. So, many of my clients that I've been working with have come to me and have experienced some type of anxiety. Um, I've been experiencing some type of anxiety a lot more too. And I mean, this has been months now. It's been pretty consistent. And so I'm going to share what I've kind of discovered about anxiety and how it pertains to energy and energy healing. And maybe this can help you get some clarity and understanding the way it has for me. So first of all, what I found is that anxiety, um, we feel it in our hearts and it's because there's too much energy in our hearts. And so it it creates anxiety. And the reason why it creates anxiety is because it can't flow properly up and down. And the reason why that happens is because there's a bottleneck. So your heart chakra, which I feel like has happened to a lot of people over the last couple of years, um, has opened up more. You've become more compassionate, more loving um, for yourself and for others. If you were awake in alive and a thinking human being for the last three years. There have been things that have come into every single one of our lives that have kind of given us a reality check on our mortality and others. And so the, the reality that all of us are equal in certain things taking our lives, right? If the sicknesses, whether you believe in it or not, it still affected every single person. And although it did divide, it still made us more compassionate for the side that we chose. And for ourselves, right? It was was probably one of the first times for a lot of people where they realized that they could die. And that was like, oh shit, I don't want to die. I want to be here. I like me and I like who I am. I like what I do. I like the people around me. Right, so it opened up our hearts more. So our hearts opened up more. So now it can receive more energy, but yet the adjacent chakras maybe haven't balanced as quickly. Right, the compassion came, but your throat chakra and your solar plexus have not. And so what's happening is is so I don't want to explain. Okay, so anxiety stems generalizing stems from two things it's, it's first of all it stems from the anticipation of something right it's something some future event or something makes you ang- anxious and it's in in that in that future event the thing that actually makes you anxious is the doing or the saying so you're anxious about things that you have to do or you're anxious about things you need to say or have to say and that's the throat is the speaking, right? Oh my God, I'm so anxious. I need to tell someone how I feel, or am I, oh, I need to speak up for myself, something, right? And that's the throat chakra. The doing is the solar plexus. That's our power. It's also our confidence, right? So if we're not confident in an action that we have to do, we're lacking confidence. So there's that imbalance. So the first thing would be is when that anxiety is happening is to try to check in with yourself and see what's triggering it is there an upcoming event that i need to do that's causing me anxiety is there something that i maybe maybe i don't want to do i don't want to go to work today that makes me anxious if i don't want to do something that it's creating an imbalance it's causing a bottleneck and now i got all this energy in my heart same thing with the throat so initially when I figured this out, right, that was the thing. It was like, all right, oh, well, I, I do have an event this evening, so I'm getting a little anxious about it, all right? Kind of talk yourself through it, understand, right? Same thing with the speaking. All right, I need to speak up about something. I need to say this. I need to get, to, I, I need to get this off my chest. But even in that, it can still cause anxiety. So one of the things that I actually just did yesterday was, is I reminded myself of something. Because I started to feel a little anxious and I was like, look, Jason, you don't have to do anything unless you want to. So whatever is causing anxiety, if you get to that point where the task has to be done and you just don't want to do it for whatever reason, you don't have to. Now, I understand there are obligations, like let's just use work, for example. Yeah, you do have to go to work. Mm-mm. Take a mental health day. If you can't, th- that's a whole different thing. But it's I guess it's more about not the obligations, it's the other things, right? Like if you're forced to do something you don't want to do, that's, that's a whole thing that you need to figure out. Why am I being forced to do something on a daily basis that I don't want to do? And how do I change that? And that's the way you'll help balance it. Am I being forced to have conversations that i don't want to right so the same thing with the saying if someone asks me a question i don't have to i don't have to share if i don't want to if i feel uncomfortable about sharing anything about myself i don't have to and so it was just like kind of empowering for me to realize that the things that are causing me anxiety i don't have to do them if i don't want to There is that choice. Now, there there may be consequences to that choice, but there's consequences for doing and not doing, right? So then it just comes to me choosing the lesser of the consequences and then figuring it out from there. So I found that that really helped with my anxiety because it was like the second that I realized that I don't have to do or say anything that I don't want to. I have that free will. I have that freedom. Then the anxiety kind of just fizzled away. And the rest of the day was easy. Um, I had no problem doing or saying anything throughout the day that I was asked to or needed to participate in or anything like that. So that was amazing. I hope this helps. Know that there's a lot of people going through anxiety right now, but that's the two common things that I've found with every single person I've worked with. um, Energy healing, Reiki, is that people that have anxiety have an imbalance in either their throat, solar plexus, or both. So... Hopefully that helps and gives you some insight into how to um, bring some resolution for yourself. The second part of the email was asking, um, she says she doesn't feel or see anything during Reiki sessions. Wants to know if she's doing something wrong um, or something that she can do to receive it better. And then the same question with crystals. So I had to think about this for a couple of days. Um, It's actually been almost a week since I got this email and the feeling or seeing with Reiki. um, First of all, I feel everyone experiences it differently. And even trying to explain that experience can be kind of interesting. For me, it started out as tingling. Um, I feel heat. I feel pressure. I feel tingling. I feel emotions. Sometimes I see things. Sometimes I hear things. Sometimes I smell things. Um, Sometimes thoughts just shoot in my head. I feel like I kind of feel it on all levels. It's energy. And we are like radios. And so we can interpret it in different ways. Although a radio only has the audio. We're human. We have senses. It can come through all senses. And so with Reiki and crystals, it's kind of discovering what is more dominant in your experiences. And the more you practice the more you'll be able to kind of tune into that and be more aware of that. So it does come with practice. If you're just getting Reiki treatments, you may not feel anything. I guess to me, it's not if you feel anything during the experience, it's how you feel at the end. Um, A lot of clients that I work with afterwards just feel light, feel relaxed, right? So maybe you're not actually... Uh, okay, so here's here's an explanation that I actually just heard. Radio, right? We don't feel the sound waves from the radio, but when we turn it on, we can hear the music. So it's like, if you don't turn that radio on, those sound waves, or those those radio waves, radio waves, not sound waves, that, those radio waves, which are just energy, you may not be feeling them, but there's still music in them. And you just need to find the right thing to tune into that music same thing with energy healing Um, sometimes you just maybe you're just not tapped into it but that doesn't mean it's not like touching you it's not it's not getting to you or or helping you in any way Um, same thing with crystals some people um, I've actually gone through phases where like they felt really intense and then I didn't really feel much with them and now it's back to I can feel them again so it could just be where you're at, and then to even expand upon that further, with Reiki, what I've what I've seen is that um, people that have been attuned to level one seem to not feel it as much, if any. But then the second they get to level two, it seems like there's this shift, and now there's this deeper sense of it or feeling of it. Um, but I also know people that have just been to level one. Practice every day and so they're aware of it so it really comes down to the awareness of the energy I feel like the reason why I'm so sensitive to it and so in tuned with it is because I through meditation I became more aware of my body my energy and so therefore because I'm more aware of me in my baseline anytime there's a new energy that kind of comes into my field or in any way or whatever I have an awareness of that shift in energy so I feel a certain way right now. I pick up this crystal off my desk. You can't see, but I just picked up a crystal, and I can feel it. I can feel it kind of at my fingertips that I'm touching. I can feel it running on my arm. I can actually feel it in my heart, too. It's interesting because this is citrine, which really isn't heart, but it's good for the solar plexus. So maybe I'm balancing my solar plexus, and now my energy, my anxiety, is able to kind of flow better because I'm helping balance my solar plexus. So it really comes down to being more aware of the feelings. So I'm going to give you kind of a meditation practice, energy practice, super simple that can kind of help you start to become more aware of energy. So it's something so simple. Just hold your hand out in front of you and you can even do this while driving. You don't have to close your eyes. You hold that hand out in front of you, you can see your hand. Well, maybe not do this while driving and you, you see your hand. Um, move your hand, right? You can feel it. Now, if you stop moving your hand and you actually look away from your hand, give it zero. Like I don't, it shouldn't even be in your peripheral. Or close your eyes if you're not driving, without moving your hand. See if you can feel your hand. See if you can sense it and where it is, and the energy of it. Maybe focus on a single fingertip or just the the thumb. And kind of shift your awareness around your hand to different parts. Maybe the palm. Maybe the back. Maybe just a specific knuckle. Pick one. The The pinky knuckle. You know, th- try to feel your nails. Those, those, those are kind of hard, to be honest, though. Like, I can feel the fingertip, but feeling the nail almost feels like it's like a disconnect. Just for me. Bring an awareness to that. That's that's you feeling the energy so any shift in that awareness would be, right, now you hold a crystal and you feel how your hand feels or you're receiving Reiki and you feel how that feels so it comes with practice Um, there's also a meditation where this happens and, which I did and I can't completely disclose the entire thing because I'm pretty sure I signed an agreement to it but I can kind of tell you a generalization of it so there was a meditation where literally one of the days all we did was sit and we focused on that little divot under your nose on your lip you just focus on that spot you just focus your awareness on that until you can feel it and actually you start with a bigger area like your entire nose lip area and then you try to fine-tune it to a small little pinpoint And so with practicing that, right, starting from the bigger area, the nose, lip area, um, maybe feeling the air around your nostrils, feeling the air, if it hits your upper lip as you're breathing, being aware of all those sensations and just meditating and focusing on that space. And when you can do that, then you can shift that awareness to other parts of your body. Right. But getting the fine tune is where it's really at, because when you start to bring your awareness to other parts of your body... When you feel discomforts, you're going to try to find that pinpoint where that pain or discomfort is coming from. And in, in, in bringing awareness to it, promotes healing. So it's literally like you channeling energy healing. So I was energy healing before I even practiced Reiki. This is, Reiki is something that we all have access to. It's why it's called universal life force. It's not specific for any type of person. Everybody has the ability to access this energy. So... Start just practicing on awareness of your personal energy. Sitting with yourself, meditating. Focus on your hand. Focus on the lip. Um, pick a spot. It really doesn't matter. Whatever's more comfortable to you, whatever you feel more. If there's a certain area in your body that for some reason you can bring an awareness to it easier, start with that and just get used to that and then see if you can shift that awareness and feel it somewhere else and shift somewhere else. And so that's how you're just going to Bring more awareness to the energy to see if you're feeling anything or seeing anything, right? Because that's the other thing. Like I said, sometimes I feel pressure. Sometimes I feel heat. Sometimes I f- see colors or people or places or things, animals. Sometimes I hear things. I've smelled things before. Just kind of be, an open, be open to the experience and what senses, right? Open up all the senses and don't just be stuck on the feeling. Um yeah, so I hope this helps. I feel like this was better than just responding to an email because maybe there's other people that feel that same way and can get something out of this. Uh, thanks for the email. I appreciate it. Um, if anyone else is struggling with anything, shoot me an email. If I if I can't help you, I'll try to find someone that can. I'm not just gonna like dismiss like, well, that's not my area of expertise. I'm not gonna help you. So that's what these are for. And the more that I can actually focus on people that are actually listening, the, the better it'll be for all of us. So thanks again for listening, for supporting me. I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful day. Peace.